1: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Cinema Shakedown, the weekly podcast that functions as a grab bag for all things film. I'm your host, Kyle Craigbaum, And I'm your other host, Jordan Dennis. And we are back... In mourning. In mourning. For the death of our
0: previous episode. If you guys didn't see on social media... Uh, our last gr- our last episode, a great episode over uh, Multiverse of Madness. And the Evil Dead trilogy with, uh, with our boy Dominic Ragazzi. Excellent episode. Uh, not to toot our own horn or anything, but yeah, our, our studio PC is, uh, is a little bitch and crashed on us. So the episode was lost to the annals of, uh, of the internet, unfortunately. It's somewhere in the cloud. Incredibly
1: unfortunate, but we we move on. The show must go on, as they say in the theater. This week we will be talking about the newly released Firestarter, so we decided to go back and talk about some not very well-received Stephen King adaptations, so we're talking about the original Firestarter, as well as Cell and the Dark Tower. Before we get into that garbage shit poo-poo, how are you doing? (sighs) I'm doing pretty good.
0: You know what? I asked you... I think when we got out of Firestarter, the new one, uh, uh, is this like the net worst weekend we've ever had? It's one in, of them in terms of uh, in terms of content. It's and you know what? I think it might be the net most mediocre. Yeah. Honestly, across yeah. the board. Uh, so get ready for that, folks. Got a got a whole bunch to say about
1: these movies. Yep. Uh, you how are you doing? You watch anything? The only other thing I watched was yesterday. I checked out. War of the Worlds because I was with friends and we decided to watch uh, Steve or er, Stephen King. Uh, Stephen Spielberg's War of the Worlds from two thousand five. This movie is hella underrated. It's good as fuck, dude. It's good as hell. Uh, it trips at the finish line. You uh, like you said, not due to Steven Spielberg, but due to the source material yeah. kind of fizzling. That HG Wells shit. Um, but this has some of the best modern blockbuster filmmaking. Yeah, easily. Uh, Steven Spielberg, man. He's he's. Above. <laughs>
0: well, speaking of 2005 sci-fi movies with Spielberg energy, I watched Zathura last night. Oh, okay. Uh, that movie bangs. Yeah, <laughs> it's pretty good. It's it's good. Um, what would you What would you give War of the Worlds, real quick? Four out of five. A uh, strong four out of five. I, I think I'm at a three and a half with it, but I need to watch it again. It could get to a four. I had it at a three. I was, I was smoking crack. Yeah. <laughs> because
1: the movie rocks. No, it's uh, so good, dude.
0: Spielberg is my favorite director, man. He's, he can he can do no wrong. Zathura. I haven't seen since I was a kid, uh, but I watched it a lot as a kid. Hook is next. Hook is next. You were a, you were a War of the Worlds naysayer. I'm gonna get you on 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 the Hook train. Oh no, I hate Hook. No, dude,
1: no. Hook is so good. What are you talking about? It's so schmaltz. It's like my least favorite Spielberg. Bro, that's of course it's schmaltzy. It's a fucking Peter Pan movie. I guess I just don't are you like expecting Peter- fucking watch- Schindler's List? I guess I don't like Peter Pan all that much. You, you know. know what? That is he's a little bitch. Yeah. Wow. You're going to say that about Robin Williams, man? No, not about Robin Williams. I was mainly talking about the animated one Last I was saying that. Yeah, no, the animated one is fine. It's whatever. Um, but Hook Rocks. I I need all my hookheads
0: to ride into the show. I'll rewatch and it. And defend. Uh, we'll do a Spielberg. Well, I'm, I'm sure we'll do a Spielberg episode at some point. Yeah. Um, but yeah, all my hookheads, ride into the show, reach out to us. I need you guys to let Kyle know that uh, that he's, he's a big doo-doo poo-poo head. For not liking Hook, Dustin Hoffman is having the goddamn time of his life in that movie. So Zathura. Yeah, Zathura's pretty good. Uh, John Favreau on a Spielberg shit. He's uh, you know, like uh, low key better than Jumanji. Speaking of Robin Williams, uh, sorry, Robin. Um, but yeah, no, it's, it's that good.
1: clip you posted on Twitter is so. Give get fun. me a juice box, biatch. I, it's that's so fun. It's bro. good,
0: man. No, it's cute. Like, like it's predictable and like schmaltzy, but like in a very like. Charming, I like, liking it. like like magic of the movies kind of way. No, it's cool, like the effects are cool. Yeah. Uh the, the CG's a little rough, but there's like some practical stuff in there that's that's pretty dope. I watched that and Jumanji a lot as a kid Zathura, so. Zathura I definitely watched a bunch as a kid. I, I love that movie. Yeah. It's it's like a three out of five now, but like as a kid it was like a ten out of five. Yeah. Clear. Yeah. No, it's, yeah. it's 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 a blast, man. Isn't it Dak Shepard? It is Dak Shepard. Yeah. And there's a weird twist in the end of the movie I remember regarding him. I guess I won't spoil it in case you haven't seen Zathura, but it like some weird implications there. I uh, but him. uh yeah, no, it's it's pretty
1: good. Oh, uh, Kristen Stewart's also in it. Yes, I did remember that. Um where do you want to start today? Where do you wanna where do you wanna hop into this? <sighs> I guess I guess we could start with maybe the best.
0: Movie we talked about and and Dark Tower. You want to go with Dark Tower, Dark? Sure. We'll go. Dar- How about Dark Tower, Cell, and then we the Fire Starters. We'll make that a discussion. Okay. About the two of those. All right. So Dark Tower. Have you read
1: any of the Dark Tower books? Uh, I know one thing about the Dark Tower books. What's What's that? And it's that I'm it, I'm not even remembering the line right now. It's the line that opens the book. The, the oh, the, the men in black, black fled across the desert, desert and the gunslinger, gunslinger followed. followed. Yeah,
0: uh, I have read the first one and half of the second one. Okay, so I have a very uh, baseline, casual knowledge of this of uh, this universe. Uh, this movie, you want to give a you want to give like a plot rundown?
1: Yes. So the Dark Tower. The film revolves around a kid named uh, Jake, right? Jake Chambers. Jake Chambers, and he's getting kind of visions of of these like experiments and a tower in the desert. Some sort of like apocalyptic of. And every time he has a a dream about about like this tower getting attacked, like earthquakes are happening in the real world. He doesn't know what's going on, and he kind of finds out um, that this is like another dimension or like a realm between realms yeah and the dark tower basically holds all the universes together and it's it's like the pillar that keeps the multiverse intact and our villain uh walter a great villain is walter uh man in black is trying to bring down the tower and bring death across the many universes there's
0: like there's like dark forces outside the universe and he wants to tear down the walls and
1: let him in. And let her rip. And the only hope that Jake has is to team up with a former gunslinger. Um, the gunslingers are like the ones who protect the tower. Yeah. Uh, played by Idris Elba, the villain played by uh, Matthew McConaughey. And we have our adventure movie. Yeah. Um, what I will say about the Dark Tower okay. is... I absolutely understand the negative reception because I am positive that this is a complete butchering of the source material. One hundred percent. It is a very average movie. I don't. I used to hate it. The first time I watched it back in twenty seventeen, I despised this movie. I guess my expectations were so low going in this time that it I really was. I was moderately. And entertained by it in like a brainless kind this, of way. This movie's just
0: stale, man. It is stale. It's just very, it's generic, and 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 that's a shame because the books are so are very weird and out there. And
1: they're like auteur books. Yeah, right they right? have a lot
0: of like yeah. like strange sci fi concepts. And and what I think, I think I said this to you. I think the key mistake this movie makes is making it from the boy's perspective. Yeah, like the fact that he is the main character and the POV character kind of. It, it, it it's a more, it's a less safe, or it's a more safe route to take, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Making it kind of, like, more marketable as, like, a YA, like, adventure story. But, like, the books are, are 100%, at least up until I read, like, from Roland's perspective. Yeah. And he's just a much more interesting character. Yeah. So following him is is, you know, what really drives the plot forward. But the fact that he's relegated to a supporting role in this is...
1: I would never argue that this Kinda is. Kind of shitty. I would never argue that this is a good movie. No, it's rushed. The editing is really weird sometimes. Yeah. Uh, there, some of the dialogue is really rough. rough. Um, <laughs> there's a, uh, there's he there's this kid that's in it for like four scenes. His like childhood. Yeah. Friend. Oh my god. The funniest line readings, man. <laughs> it's really funny. Uh. But. Again, I think my main source of enjoyment comes from. Uh, I think Idris Elba is fun in this movie. Yeah. Um, and I think some of the action sequences are are decent. You know, they're they're all right. Yeah. Um, there's no,
0: there's nothing like that stands out to me as terrible in this movie, really. But there's also not much that stands out as like particularly good. It's just. It's very middle of the road. Yeah, it's very middle. It's very of the road. Sa- it's very safe. It's I think safe. Like they 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 took this again. They took this like weird source material and turned it into like a marketable blockbuster Th- adventure. That being, just, s- that being said, work.
1: this is the least bored I was by any of the movies because at least it's it's like it moves. It's smooth. Yeah, no, it's it's so like, like a br- I, I it's like know, a
0: breezy hour forty five
1: or something like that. It, like, it's an hour twenty nine. Is it really? Oh it's my God. Brief. It's and so it's super rushed, but at least I wasn't bored because there's there's things that happen. Yeah, not a whole lot of like filler. Well, the whole movie's kind of filler, I guess. I guess so, but I like, you know, I I was at least engaged the whole time, which I cannot say the same for all of the uh, previous or the uh, yeah movies we're going to talk about soon. Uh,
0: McConaughey is the best part. Really? Of the movie? I thought he was goofy as fuck. Yeah, he seems like he's the only one having any fun. I think. Yes, but he also
1: feels like he's in a different movie.
0: I don't. Uh, yeah. Okay. I, I know. I, I see what you're talking he's about. Funny. Just, whenever he's there, I just like I'm his. His energy very infectious. That lot,
1: when they walk in the kitchen, he's like, "They don't have chicken on my world." I was. I laughed out. I it's re- so on. good. He,
0: he's he's chewing that scenery. He's yeah. so hammy. I think. Like that casting of him and Idris Elba could have been so much better in a in a
1: better version of this. Yeah,
0: but but they're they're pretty good for what they're given. I think.
1: Yeah, they sell they sell it. I don't even think the kid's that bad. It's fine. Like it's fine. Whatever. Um, it's functional. In terms of kid actors, I've seen worse. I, I have. Seen, we're gonna talk about worse. Oh boy. Today, I assume. Uh, yeah, I guess so. Um, but there's not even like that much to say about not it. Not really. Like like the climactic showed. To- Spoiler for the movies we're talking about today, but uh, the climactic showdown between the man in black and the gunslinger is fun. It's pretty sick. He's throwing stones at him and shit and glass. He's, like, Gunslinger's trying to, like, reflect bullets off the wall. And, and like, that uh, that action scene in The, the Village is, is pretty cool. Where he's, yeah. Where he's
0: taking out fucking demons I, I love it where he, like, zoned. Yeah. The like, there's cool, there's cool stuff in this. It's just... There, this is, like, the rare instance where I wish this movie was an hour longer. Yeah. There's just so many gaps left unfilled. So many places you could take this that they just don't. Yeah. And, and it just... Uh, this is more of just a huge missed opportunity... Than an outright bad film, I think. Yeah,
1: I agree. You know what I, I mean? I agree with you. Um that being said, I'm never gonna watch it again. Nope. I don't really care. Uh, I'm glad that I didn't hate it as much, but now I'm just kind of super indifferent to it. Two point three out of five for this me. This is a this is a very flat two and a half out of five. Yeah, I don't really is... care I don't really care either way.
0: I, I kinda wanna go back to the books just to see where they go, just so I can see like like oh man this is what was almost what we got yeah but worse um <laughs> so i guess we're diving into cell now fuck so okay so cell is a 2016 movie it, it is um movie with air quotes around it starring john cusack samuel O. jackson and the titular orphan from orphan um i don't remember the actress's name isabella Furman? there you go we should we should have like imdb and shit pulled up but we we don't we like to wing it here at the cinema shakedown podcast um and one day uh john cusack's character who is a graphic novelist he's a, he's a comic book artist is at an airport uh, he's, he's on his way to a to a business meeting his son calls him he's like i, I want to spend more time with him he's like i can't i have work you know he's a very very distant father and whatnot Uh, and he's at the airport, and all of a sudden, everyone's, everyone's phones ring. Everyone is on their phones. It's, like, technology, man. Like, everyone's glued to it, and, and everyone's phone rings, and they answer the call, and it sends, uh, like, a signal out, that turns everyone into, like, rabid cannibals and zombies, and so, uh, John Cusack and the rest of the boomers must, uh, must survive against the onslaught of millennial Zoomers phone people.
1: Yeah. That's pretty much so cell is definitely one of Stephen King's lowest rated films it's, it's, it cell. is
0: one of the Stephen King movies of
1: all time uh, and for the first 15 minutes I was really excited that I was about to see like a, a trashster piece because it really
0: pops off like like it, it really peaks with the insanity and in when when the the signal first goes out and everyone starts losing it's their insane. shit people are
1: getting murdered.
0: like it's it's it's
1: fucking hilarious An airplane crashes into the airport it's, it's fucking nuts it's awesome um it's a, it's a, this <laughs> shit, shit is popping off i was like hell yeah i'm down for this and then
0: it slows the fuck down it slows down
1: uh, funny enough the
0: minute samuel L. jackson enters that's when it really starts to lose its energy
1: which yeah. is ironic. Yeah, which sucks. He's not even bad in it. He no, just is he's, doing Samuel L. Jackson's yeah, he's, thing. He's just kind of whatever. Uh, I, I like it's. It's hard to even talk about this. Movie. <laughs> like, it's barely a movie. I think. Like, it's a, it's a take on a zombie apocalypse movie that just ends up being a zombie movie. Like, right? I, I, like I, like I know a this basic w- zombie movie. I know
0: this is. This was in like development hell. For like a long time. Yeah, and I think
1: it's not even like... I think it was like direct to VOD or whatever. Yeah, something like like that. Yeah, it's clearly made for a shoestring budget. The production value is really fucking lame and shit. It's low. John Cusack's just phoning it in. It's like... It's just, yeah, it's just a low-budget crappy zombie movie. I (laughs) I don't even know what to say about it, really. Say something. We gotta pad out the runtime. Um... A man blows himself up. That is true. Um, it's that's fun. Like in brief spurts, it gets like the crazy there, energy. There are momentary
0: bursts of insanity where it uh, where it kind of pops off and becomes hilarious. The
1: ending is really fucking weird. Yeah. Okay. And I still don't fully understand it. Like so, he
0: takes the truck out to where. Like so, it turns out like there's like a big cell tower in the middle of nowhere that's emitting the signal, and like all the zombies are like run are like doing a light jog. Around the
1: cell tower, and he want and he takes out a, a car full of fucking explosive to try to blow up the tower. And he and he drives it up to the to the tower, and he's about to blow it, and then he hears his son's voice.
0: Yeah, the the zombies because they're like cell phone zombies. They can like change their voice and like mm-hmm. they make like terrible like static screeching noises and shit.
1: And and so. I think it's just presented in a really confusing way because he like gets a phone call, yeah, and it looks like he might answer it, but then he hears his son, and you think, oh no, he's about to blow up this tower, but then it's revealed that no, he didn't, and he's actually a zombie now, so I think the implication is that he did answer the phone, yeah. but it's presented in a really... It's really weird. It couldn't be presented in a more confusing way. This movie fucking sucks, man. <laughs> it's not good. It's um... not good. Like, what was the name? DJ Liquid? That was a character? DJ Liquid, yeah. He gets axed in the chest? What sucks about this one is I wanted it to be even worse. Yeah! Like, or at like, least more like madcap energy. Like a little more... Because I had heard for years, like, this is fucking awful. And I'm like, hell Yeah. Chris Stuckman gave this an F, I'm ready. I'm
0: ready for it. But no, I mean it is awful.
1: It's awful, but like, not, like not a, but not, a, not in the like not in a fun way. I
0: would watch like a 15-minute like clip show of all like the funniest parts from this movie. I would too. And I would be pretty entertained pretty by entertained. it. It's got the worst opening credits ever. Oh my god, I totally forgot about those. We're like, like they're behind was, these like, like window- huge black bars. It's like, like Windows movie Maker. They type like type obscure it. half the screen. Like so funny. It's it's like trying to be stylistic. And this movie is so fucking like like obviously the nail in the coffin is the fucking like the fact that it came out fifteen years too late and this whole technology bad philosophy just like doesn't fly it's anymore now. it's very corny it's corny now yeah
1: I literally have nothing to say about this movie you know what fuck Stephen King and fuck Cell yeah. one out of five uh, this gets a D for D's nuts <laughs> uh, no like a one and a half I don't give a shit I don't care. <laughs> bro. That's pretty high, but yeah, that's pretty good. Whatever. Firestarter. Yeah, both of them. Both of them. So, Firestarter was the book in I think eighty one, early eighties, and then it was adapted into a movie in eighty four. Sure. Let me fact check that. Um, but it is a it is a story about. It certainly is. Certainly is a story. It is eighty four. And it stars Drew Barrymore. This as a girl. and it and it revolves around so these these parents, um, Andy McGee and whatever the wife's name is, Heather um, Locklear. What, Heather Locklear. Uh, when they are when they're when they're college students, they sign up for a like a like a a, a trial like a, a test drug trump, test a yeah. drug test, and it kind of unlocks powers within them. Yeah, and then they have a kid. Who and the is kid more, has powers. And the kid is basically a pyrotechnic. Uh, she, she starts can, like, make fun. stuff combust with her mind. Mind, um, and the dad can like, um, like. He's got like 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 telepathy. Telepathy, yeah. Like
0: mind manipulation. Yeah, he's kind of like the Purple Man from Jessica Jones. And
1: it's basically a simple movie of they're they're on the run from a, like a government agency known as the Shop. Yes. Um, who are trying to, you know, uh, like, do Webinize normal, like, do tests experiments, us, like, whatever. Uh, it's that kind of... Yeah. Yeah, and... <sighs> <laughs> like, I'm so drained from these fucking <coughs> movies. Oh, Fire man. Firestarter is never been one of Stephen King's most critically acclaimed books.
0: It's just diet carry. It's just diet carry. I don't know why people keep trying to adapt this one.
1: I don't know... I don't know. And there's no, like, if I'm going into this movie specifically, the 84 one, because I feel very similar about both in different ways. Yeah. I think You the, feel similar about both in different ways? Elaborate on that. I think the quality is similar, but, like, they both have strengths and weaknesses. Okay, sure. Like, the filmmaking in this one is decent. Like, you know, it's shot, it's shot competently well. It's, it's directed
0: by the dude who directed Commando. Yeah.
1: There's some decent, like, 80s, like, zooms and, and Yeah, like, like,
0: the production quality isn't the problem. It's the fact there's, that the
1: story is fucking boring. There's some cool fire stunts... Yeah. ...in this one. Uh... Some of the performances are, uh, I what what's his name? Um, uh, the villain. George C. Scott. George C. Scott, which he's fun in the movie when you remember that the character is uh, not supposed to be a Native American. Yeah. Um, which is one of the only things that was, I mean, the the new one did cast a Native American yeah. is that. Part, but he—it's like George he's got... He's like, got like a ponytail, American, like, like pony slicked tail. back, and everything. It's like he's
0: wearing like like the like the brown coat with the fringe on it. It's like,
1: woof. It's strange. Spoilers. I think I've said it before, but whatever. Yeah. Um, it's weird that I, he's supposed to have powers, but they don't really elaborate it's, in this one at all. No, they do in the new one, but but in not. the eighties
0: one, it's it's never made explicitly clear if he has powers or what they are.
1: No, and. Like I think this peaks like in the middle with that like set piece where she's blowing up cars and stuff. Yeah. That was fun. And then it's and just then a slog. It gets Boring man. It slows it's the so fuck down after that.
0: Like the minute they capture her and take her to the facility and they're like like Jorcey Scott like tries to form this like relationship with her to like gain her trust because he wants to steal her power, I guess.
1: No, he wants to punch her nose into her brain. That was that was the To trick. steal her power.
0: Um, he wants to suck her juices out and like and gain and gain the
1: the fire starter power. This movie gets so boring, and it only picks back up in the last like five minutes of the movie. It really does. I will say,
0: I think the new one is better paced.
1: It's it it feels like a more complete story. Yes, I'll
0: give you that. It's a it's just it's it's not as charming. It's, it's a little more generic the new one the new one I agree with that yeah yeah
1: this has you know it has bursts of that 80s charm that's what I'm saying like a standout scene like like
0: there's there's enough there that I'm like this wasn't like a total waste of time but I don't know the new one the new one is really I, again I, I, I'll i use this word again it's really stale in a lot of like the way modern films are made like the, the cinematography isn't anything special no like the effects are whatever and the new know. one are you yeah
1: about? oh yeah um um, I just don't like Martin Sheen's in it. If she's this old one, the only thing I think in the new one that is an improvement over
0: the original is Zac Efron is better than the guy yeah, in the original. That. I think he's he's he's, he's okay. In the it's one.
1: funny when the guy in the original uses his powers. He like puts his hands on his head, like whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, it, like like it's like pulls super, his hair it's up like and everything. Super intense. It's so good, uh, so funny. Yeah, I, like God. This episode, I this this week drained me, man. <laughs> I needed War of the Worlds. This, yeah, I know that was that I was the out. most
0: uh, the most energizing movie
1: you saw this week. Uh, two out of five. I don't care. Uh,
0: yeah, two out of five. Two and a half out for the original. Two out of five for the uh, for the new one.
1: Well, you want to get into the new one? Yeah, sure. Yeah, uh, I it's I guess if we're giving our ratings, yeah, it's, 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 just, a, it's a two out of five for both of them for me. Uh, the new one. You're right, it's more generic. It's weirdly rushed at points. Mm-hmm. Um, I, what I will say is I think the girl and the dad are better in the new one. Yeah, Drew Barrymore is pretty stiff in, in the original. Uh, yeah. But I, I thought the girl was pretty decent. Um, I thought the last set piece in it was pretty fun.
0: It's funny, because we, we were watching the trailers, and we thought that would be the worst set piece in the
1: movie. Yeah, it has her, the funniest line. Her, like, fly escape. Live pants on fire. Her escaping from the fucking, uh, the shop facility. Um, and, like, I didn't expect it to be R-rated, but there's some, like, gnarly moments. she yeah, fries the... a cat. She fries a cat. Um, but this one, yeah, it's so strangely paced, and they don't give, I'm, I'm trying to remember the name of the villain... That was played by George C. Scott. Oh, uh, Rainbird. Rainbird. Uh, God, they cast a white man named Rainbird. The original <laughs> did they? Um, they don't give him anything to do nope. with this new one. No, nope. he's in like two scenes, um, which is very weird. That, was that where the cuts were? I guess I don't know, man. Um, Kurtwood Smith was fun for the one scene he was in. Yeah, he
0: plays the the doctor that's that that experimented on them. Yeah. Um,
1: I don't even. Ah! <laughs> <don't even>, uh, <laughs> Scream, these, Kyle! These let the, it all out. These are the worst kind of movies because I have nothing to say about them. No,
0: dude, get into an in-depth discussion about the philosophy of Firestarter right now.
1: So the full—well, philo- one thing I thought was a little better in the in the new one is that. In the original, when the girl, like, has a fit, it feels like her powers are completely um out of her control. Yeah. Where in this new one, it kind of feels more intentional, which kind of adds, which adds, like, a gray morality to it. Yeah, like,
0: like, she kind of struggles with being, like, using her powers for, like, good and evil in the new yeah. one.
1: But again, even though this movie is shorter than the original, it's only, like, 90 minutes long, it's, it's still boring in the middle. Yeah. Um, and that just leads me to think, Firestarter is a boring story. Maybe just stop adapting this one, guys. Stephen King has, like, a hundred books that you can find another Adapt something else! Please. Um, because this ain't it. (laughs) This ain't it, chief. It's just... Uh, Put that on the DVD box cover. This ain't it. Yeah, this is like Firestarter run through a generic Blumhouse machine. And that's exactly what it is. Akiva's Goldsman was involved with two of the films we're talking about today. Both of them generic as fuck. Yeah. And, like, I just... I don't know what to say. What's your score? I, I said two. <laughs> two out of five. Also a two out of five for the new Firestarter. Like...
0: You want to talk about Shawshank or something?
1: God, I want to talk about anything else. Uh, I don't want to watch a Stephen King movie ever again. you seen those It movies? Yeah, uh, well, the first one's okay. <laughs> yeah,
0: I, I think the first one is like a four. The first one's good. The first one's a four. The second one's a three. So they kind of merge together. How many it'll times l- have you seen the second one? The One time in theaters.
1: I don't know if it'll be a three. I sure. don't want to revisit. I don't want to go back. I'm going to keep it a three in my mind. Because I, I, I think I also gave it a three. And then more I've thought about it, the more I'm like, damn, that movie kind of sucked. Um, No, but I think if you combine them together... You'd get a good movie, like if you cut it into like. just If you a, cut it into something, yeah. If you cut off, if you cut out the hour of the second one, that's them just walking around getting jumps. That's what I'm
0: saying. Like just frame. Yeah. Scenes from the first movie as like flashbacks. Yeah. And then just have it like intercut.
1: I don't know. I think you get something good out of that. Fuck Stephen King, just for making me watch all these yeah. Stephen King. Stephen, I know you're listening you're on right my now. Shit list. <laughs> yeah. Uh,
0: do we need to start an official Cinema Shakedown shit list? Yeah. Cinema, cinema shit down.
1: (laughs) Cinema shit down. Um, are you making the official, official shit list right now? No, I will though. Um, so that is this week. Who else is on the cinema shit down? Uh, the cinema shit down. Oh, Ryan Reynolds. Okay. Ryan Reynolds, Stephen King. Um, oh God. Uh, God, I'd have to go back through some of our old ratings. Who won the biggest
0: fuck up award at the Shakey's? Was oh, it? Was it? What's her name? It was
1: Leticia Wright. All right, Leticia Wright's also on the cinema shit down. Cinema shit down. Um, J.K. Rowling. Yep. on There. Um, and so is fucking. Uh, so is David Yates for making all those damn fantastic beast movies. David O. Russell is on the is on the cinema shit. He down. doesn't. He doesn't deserve a spot on the shit down. You, you don't ne- think we're ne- so? We're never talking about one of his movies. We're never. Ain't uh, gonna happen. Might as well tell you now. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's not going to happen. Uh, when you when you uh, when you molest your when your niece, we're not talking about. trigger warning. We're not. Yeah, I I'm sorry if that's, but I people. I really I I'm gonna go off on a tangent. I guess <laughs> we gotta fill the space. No, I mean it's not even to fill space. I just like, I lose respect for actors when they work with directors after they do shit like yeah. that. Do we wanna do we wanna list out some of the people who are gonna be in fucking
0: whatever the new David O'Reilly is, it is.
1: It called. It's a stacked cast, man. Uh, uh let me find Do it. you think they just not they just don't know or they just don't care? Well, apparently even beyond the allegation, he's just a complete dickhead. That's what I've heard. So, like I, like don't, I don't know how you don't. that's called
0: Amsterdam.
1: Yeah, Christian Bale, Margot Robbie, John David Washington, Rami Malek, Zoe Saldana, Anya Taylor-Joy, Robert De Niro, Michael Shannon, T- Timothy Oliphant. Taylor Swift, Matthias Schonard, Chris Rock, Mike Myers. Okay, you're all on the cinema shit down. You guys are all on the on the, sh- on the shit down. Man.
0: You still got time to leave the movie and get off the shit down, but as of right now, yeah. you're on the cinema shit down.
1: Uh, so, uh, fair warning, we're not going to be talking about Amsterdam. Sorry. Yeah, sorry to all you big David O. Russell fans out there. Um...
0: So that was the episode. Yeah, that's that's our Stephen King episode, I guess.
1: That's our Stephen I'm King. I'm sure
0: we'll do another Stephen King one. We'll talk about actually good Stephen King movies.
1: Well, there's another Stephen King movie coming out this year. What is it? Salem's Lot. Oh, shit. Is that this year? hmm End of this year. All right, well, if that's good. Hopefully that's good. Is that good. James
0: Wan, or is he just producing
1: it? That's He's producing it. Let's look it up. This is the next. I, I just saw it when I was looking at the schedule earlier. Uh, that. Oh, hang on. I t- do we want to give our scores for Doctor Strange?
0: Since we did, since we oh, didn't get to talk about oh, a it, recap. Of, yeah, do we like like just yeah, mention yeah. that
1: real quick? Yeah, Doctor or Doctor Strange was uh, great. It was a four out of five. Four out also, of five, man. It was gnarly as hell. Uh, I love all the uh, the Evil Dead movies. Um, to give my controversy... I had justifications, but I'm not going to say them now. First one a four out of five. Evil Dead two a three and a half out of five. Army of Darkness a four out of five. I think they get progressively better. Evil Dead three out of five.
0: Evil Dead 2, three and a half out of five. Army of Darkness, four out of My five. My
1: favorite is the original, so we are a little different on that one. It's a little, little differing um, of opinion. I wish you could have heard the discussion. It oh, was we got good. into it. We
0: were at each other's throats. It was pretty good. Um, if, uh, if we if we happen to ever get it back for some
1: reason, we'll release it as like a bonus episode or something. So the director of Salem's uh. Lot is Gary Doberman? Who? He's a Doberman? He's a dude, dude, is it Marmaduke? The director of... What What was he direct? Annabelle comes home. Oh. Well
0: Alright, I guess we're gonna be talking about more bad Stephen King movies then. No,
1: I will I will I will watch good ones. No,
0: dude, what which bad Stephen King? Well, there's gotta be more. He wrote, he wrote it. So wait, what did he write? It. No, what do Kyle, what's the name of the thing he wrote? God damn it.
1: <laughs> so maybe probably not. It's probably gonna be bad. Um probably gonna suck. Can't wait to sit through it with you. Tell the people where they can find us, Kyle. They can find us if they like the podcast, they can follow it on Twitter and Instagram at Cinema Shakedown, and they can follow me personally on Twitter and Letterboxd at Kyle Craigbaum. That's K-R-I-E-G-H-B-A-U-M. And you can follow me on Letterboxd at
0: my name, Jordan Dennis, or on Twitter at my username, J underscore Dennis99. I am going to be out of town. You're gone. Uh, next week. I am I'm out shooting a web series. Uh, so you have brought in, have recruited uh, have. Dominic Ragazzi, yes I have, our, our good friend yes. uh, to come back in the studio, make up for that for that episode we lost, and you guys are going to be talking about
1: we are uh, going to be talking about the new Alex Garland film "Men," so we decided to talk about his previous two films as well: "Ex Machina" and "Annihilation." Yes. As, was there something else too? Chippendale Rescue Rangers. We're also going to be talking about John Mulaney's Chippendale Rescue Rangers. Um, I said that like he directed it, but yeah, <laughs> no, he,
0: it might as well have. Um, I should be back the week after in time for Top Gun. I think that is, but uh, Top Gun and Bobs Burgers. But uh, uh, ooh, yeah, yeah, Burgers. Yeah, so get ready for some for some gold in May.
1: Yeah, yeah, I'm very excited for men. It looks awesome. You gotta
0: wade through the shit like this in order to get to the good stuff. Thank you
1: you for sitting through our Firestarter episode. Thank you guys for listening. This episode has gone completely off the rails, so I'm going to cut it off now.